Hey friends, it's Deborah. Welcome to my podcast, From Debt to New Life, where I talk through the joys and trials of financial freedom, celebrate the fact that I've paid off my debt, and try to figure out what I'm going to do with this new life that I'm building. I'm glad you're here and along for the ride, and I hope you enjoy. Well, alrighty, episode three. I don't think I have anything to apologize for coming into this week's podcast, except that maybe last week's podcast felt a little um, soapboxy, a little preachy. And so if it came across that way, I apologize. Um, I'll try not to pull my soapbox out too often. Um, but yeah, if you liked it or didn't like it, leave a comment, whatever. Uh, I think today will be a little less preaching. Hopefully that's the goal. I'm a little concerned. I've made a really strong case for debt freedom. You know, snarky podcaster who thinks about quitting her job more often than I probably should. I've toyed with selling my house. Oh, wait, I did that. Um, and possibly maybe promoted illegal substances. It's now my goal to reference that in every single podcast. So we've talked about how I got here, but how do you get here? How do you become a snarky podcaster who wants to quit their job? No, no. How do you become debt free? Honestly, it's easy in theory, right? The premise is simple. And I'm not going to get too far into the nitty gritty details, but if you ever want to geek out over spreadsheets or talk through a budget, uh, shoot me a DM, shoot me a comment, send me your email, your phone number, whatever. I will be happy to talk through it with you. So how do you, how do you become debt free? Really, truly, uh, I've got th kind of three things, creating a baseline, creating a plan, and then goals. It's really that simple. So a baseline, honestly, the toughest part, pull up credit report, open all your credit card files, all your accounts and see what kind of debt you have. Write it all down. And I know you're thinking it's the year of our Lord 2022, Deborah. Why do I have to write it down? Why? Because as long as it's just on the computer, it's kind of not real. So grab a pen and paper, pencil and paper, write it down discover how much, when's the payment due, what's the payment, uh, chase, again, how much, when's it due, how much is due, what's the total balance, and what's the interest rate, write all of that down, then add it up, so the adding part, full disclosure, do that in Excel, because none of us are very good at it anymore, but add it all up, what's that total number of debt, now it's up to you if you want to include your house or not, some people do, some people don't, totally up to you, when I was going through my debt freedom journey, I just focused on the credit card, student loans, and car payment. The house kind of felt like, oh, you always have to have a house payment. So um, not saying that's the truth. You do you. Uh, but right now, let's focus on that kind of consumer debt, student loan debt, things like that. All right. Next up, income. How much do you really make? Have you looked at that recently? Like, you know what goes into your checking account. But have you looked at your pay stub? Is it correct? Uh, is your company taking out the right amount of money? Are you being, are you getting deductions for things you didn't know about? Um, are you, are there places where you could increase deductions and lower your tax penalties or tax threshold? Clearly, I know what I'm talking about. It's fine. Uh, and is there ways you can make more income? Could you pick up a side job? Could you babysit for friends and family? Could you walk dogs in your neighborhood? Like there are so many ways to make money. You just got to get a little bit creative. And then of course, assets, right? Uh, checking account, savings account, your home can be an asset. I joked once and said that we might sell the pets and, you know, 
we, we haven't. Um, but, you know, if you want to list your pets as an asset, that's fine. I think they're probably more of a liability, but, you know, tomato, potato. But have that baseline. And then add it all up. And honestly, this is the basis of your net worth. How much debt do you have versus your assets? Essentially, that's net worth. People might debate about what they include or exclude from their net worth, but essentially that's it. That's the basis of it. So where you at? That's the first step is figuring out where you're at. And are you okay there? Some people, you know, a few thousand on the credit card doesn't bother them. Some people, it does. Some people, the student loans don't bother them, but they want to pay off the credit cards. Some people, the car note doesn't bother them. So you look at it and think, am I okay with this? Do I feel pretty comfortable that I can make the payments every month and that it's not causing undue stress in my life, right? So if you're here and you're listening, you're either one of my good friends who has taken pity on me and listened to this podcast, or you want to change this situation. So if you decide, hey, I'm, I'm not cool with it, um, you know, maybe it's not even that you want to be debt free. Maybe it's just, hey, I want to get rid of the credit card debt. Cool. So then we need to come up with a plan. Now that you have this baseline and you know how much debt you have, we have to come up with a plan. So you've probably heard things like snowballs or avalanche and cash envelopes or zero based budget, YNAB and this NAB and that NAB and spreadsheets. And there's a million different ways to come up with a budget and a plan. Sidebar, a budget is good for anyone and everyone. Like unless your name's Ryan with Mezos or Duckerberg, you could probably benefit from tracking your money and knowing where it's going, even if you're not in debt. So back to the plan. You have to decide what's right for you. And the simplest way to do this is to find a budgeting tool that you like. Again, whether that's an app or a spreadsheet. I uh, created my own spreadsheet when I first started. I know I have friends who love pen and paper. They have a notebook and they just write it down. Um, that to me sounds terrifying, but you know, again, you do you, um, I lucked into about a year or so into my debt-free journey. Uh, there was an account that I was following on Instagram called debt-free weirdos, love the weirdos. She created along with a friend of hers, a tracker, like a, a debt, a budget spreadsheet. And she sells them on Etsy. I don't think it's terribly expensive. I'll link it in the show comments if I can figure out how to do that. Um, and you, so that's the one that I use. I think she's upgraded it since then. But again, Google Sheets, whether it's Google Sheets or Excel or pen and paper or an app, figure out what works for you. Now that said, that said, the first month of this is going to suck. Like, let's just be very clear. It's going to suck. And you might even be like, Deborah, how do I even create a budget? Because I don't even know where my money is going. So the first thing to do is to take your bank statement and look through it and see where your money is going, right? Bank statement, credit cards, all of that. Uh, again, create that baseline. So don't worry about making the categories overly complicated or overly specific. You know, if right now you're starting with food and food is just every kind of food that you buy, cool. You can break that down later if you want to, or you cannot. Use April, for example. Go through everything in your, in your expenses and categorize it. Housing, car food, utilities, and bills. Again, if the categories stay big, that's totally fine right now. Get an idea of where you're at and then make a plan to move forward. 
And again, if you want my blank spreadsheet from when I first started, I'm happy to hand it out. If you want to reach out to Debt Free Weirdos and get theirs, there's a million options out there on the interwebs. Um, but take these numbers and put them in. And then don't go too crazy. Don't think that if in April you've already spent $1,000 eating out, that in May you're going to spend 50. That's probably not realistic for your lifestyle. And if you make that sort of rapid change, you're probably not going to succeed. So take it down slowly. If you spend 1000 this month, can you spend only 800 next month? And you may think, Deborah, this is going to take for freaking ever. Yes, you're right. It might. But as you start to see that it's doable, you'll get inspired to make more and bigger changes. By all means, if you're a person that jumps in the deep end, lit on fire while doing shots of Jaeger, slice it away. But don't be surprised when you get to like the 5th of May and you're cursing my good name. Start to put together that budget. And again, give yourself some grace. We don't know. We can't fix what we don't know. Now that we know it, we're going to fix it. But it's going to take some time. So look at things that are maybe a little bit easier to change, right? Maybe, you know, you can switch phone providers. That's not going to really affect your daily life. Maybe you had a big trip in April. And so, you know, that's not going to be there in May. Cool. Start to find those little pockets of money that are extra that you can set aside and start to make payments with them. Now, I will say, we'll say, keep a buffer. And what does that mean? Keep 200, 250, 500, you know, your, you know, your numbers as sort of a buffer as the, oh crap. Yeah. Uh, Netflix charges on the 15th or, you know, the dog food subscription charges on the 20th, you know, tolls come out when you use them and they came out this month. Don't run your checking account completely to zero because you will overdraft. And again, you will hate me. So just know that keep some buffer in there and just know that there's going to be some surprises. Again, month one is going to suck. Month two is going to be a little bit better, but probably still going to suck. Depending on how much you slash from your budget, you might very well realize that, hey, I, I really do need a little bit more in my eating out category or my fun money or my whatever. Um, keep in mind, as we discussed in the last episode, it's your money. So you get to use it how you want. And if you really want to get out of debt, you'll make some changes that maybe are a little bit more drastic than if you're like, hey, I'm not in debt and I've got some money to play with. So you get to choose that and you get to choose how long it takes because it all, right, it's all relative. If you want to get out of debt faster, you can cut cut thing, expenses way back and use that money towards debt payments. But if you want to enjoy life a little bit more now, knowing that it's going to take you a little bit longer to get out of debt, that's fine too. So, Again, budgets are good for everyone. Come up with that plan and give yourself some grace and know that that know that May is not going to be exactly how you planned it out. Also, don't forget Mother's Day um, because your mom will be sad and you're probably too old to give her a cute like homemade card. Just saying that out there. All right. So some other kind of things to look out and things to be mindful of. If you share your finances with someone they're going to mess up your plan. Um, you're going to concoct this beautiful budget for May and they're going to go out and buy a laptop on the 2nd of May. This did not happen, but to me personally, maybe. But anyway, and honestly, give them some grace because you're probably going to mess up the finances too. 
uh, you know, maybe you're going to adopt a super cute puppy and bring it home with you. So yes, so if you're sharing your finances with someone, whether that's a child or a partner, a spouse, a parent, I don't know who you're sharing your finances with, but if you're sharing finances with someone, they are going to mess up your plan. And honestly, so are you. So again, let's just give a little bit of grace here. And then really, it's that simple. Once you make that budget and you see how much, uh, how much leeway you have in that budget, how much extra dollars you have in that budget, you know how much you can put towards debt. And I say that it's that simple. It really truly is, but it's not easy, right? Um, it's a simple process, right? You spend less than you make. Well, that's all well and good, but I'm here to assure you that at some point in your debt-free journey, the car will stop working or you'll lose your job or a kid or a pet will have an expensive hospital visit during the course of this. In some months, you will feel like you're at your breaking point. Some months, it'll all go to crap. And some months, you will slay it and you'll make great strides in your debt payoffs. So take a breath, find the tracker that's right for you, and don't be afraid to change that tracker as you go through this. You might find that um, something on your phone just works better for you. Something that syncs with your bank account, even if it's a few days delayed, again, works better for you. It's all about what works best for you. But the biggest thing and probably the hardest thing is back to that very first step, that baseline. How much debt are you in? Who do you owe it to? And, and what are your interest rates? Like when is it due? It's a really, it can be a really shocking thing to someone uh, the first time you pull it. I know I knew it was bad, but I didn't know how bad it was, right? So I, even I was in for, I was like, oh yeah, it's about a third credit card, it's a third car and a third student loans. Well, that was not accurate at all. It was like 50% car. Thank you, Hurricane Harvey. Uh, like, I don't know, maybe 20%. I'm trying to do math in my head. Y'all, this is not good. Maybe 20% student loans and 30% credit card. So that is, yeah, that's that. I think that's everything I was going to cover. Yeah. Okay. Super cliche part of the podcast. Here we go. So the other two things are goals and your why. So as you're making your budget, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, as you're making your budget, again, don't think you're going to go from $1,000 in food to $50 in food or no dollars in food. Make smart goals, right? Make goals that are realistic, that are measurable. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to eat out less next month. Give yourself a target. Even if you don't hit it, give yourself some sort of target. And then give yourself a timeline, right? Either by paycheck or by month, whichever works for you. But just be really, really strategic with your goals. Make sure that they um, they align with what you want. If you want to get out of debt, um, you know, your goal for May probably shouldn't be to go on a really nice vacation because is that really going to help you get out of debt? No, probably not. But yeah, so just take that and just say, you know, okay, look, my goal is to get out of debt. So I'm going to go earn an extra $100 to put towards my de debt payments or I'm going to decrease my food budget by $100 to put towards debt payments. And then start, you know, tracking it and start making those payments. Okay. And the last part, and this is like the super, super cheesy part of the podcast is the why. Why are you doing this? And I know this has been, this has probably been overdone by your friends who are trying to get you to lose weight or join their uh, network marketing company or whatever. But what is your why? Why do you want to get out of debt? Like I said earlier, maybe you don't. Maybe, like I said, maybe the car doesn't bother you. Maybe the student loans don't bother you. But why does the credit card debt bother you? 
Why does all the debt bother you? Whatever the debt is that you want to pay off, why? Why are you doing this? Are you doing it so you can become a snarky podcaster like me? I don't know if that's the best life choice, but, you know, again, it's your life. You can do what you want. I don't even know that I'd call myself a podcaster yet. Snarky, yes, podcaster, debatable. But know why you're doing this. Are you doing it so you can have an extra $500 a month to put towards your kids' activities? Are you doing it to have an extra $500 a month to travel? Are you doing it to have an extra $500 a month that when the car breaks down or a family emergency happens, you're not worried where the money is going to come from or charging it to a credit card? There's no wrong reason to get out of debt, but just know yours and really think through it so that when things go wrong and it's a tough month, you can remember, okay, I'm doing this because this is going to allow me to put more money in my retirement, or this is going to allow me to travel more, or this is going to allow me to, you know, buy a new car. I don't know. You know, I don't know what your plan is for this, but whatever it is, keep it in mind so that you can enjoy your money, pay off your debt and work towards a new life that you want. That's all I got, guys. Um, I know this is a super simplified method of like how to make a budget and how to get become debt free. Again, I would love to chat with any of you that have questions or comments or concerns or Deborah, you're absolutely crazy. All of that is accurate. So yeah, so drop a comment. There's even a voice message option. So leave me a voice message and um, or shoot me a DM. I'm on Instagram at, at debt for new life. Uh, nope. I'm on Instagram at from debt to new life. And you're welcome to shoot me a message or tell me I'm crazy or ask me for my budgeting spreadsheet. I'll try to link all that in the show notes. And yeah, it's almost the end of April. Look at your spending for April and make a plan for May. Decide what you want to do and do it. It really is that simple, y'all. Not easy, but simple. I hope you all have a great day. One last thing. I do want to say that I know debt payoff is not a super simple task. It can feel absolutely soul crushing. And I get that. I've been there. The process is simple, but the work is not always easy. So I hope that this podcast gives you a little bit of reassurance that it can be done. No matter how big your numbers are, it can be done. And it takes just starting a little bit at a time. So please don't be discouraged. Know that you can do this. If I can do this, anyone can do this. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, you can like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. All of this helps get the word out to other people, and I appreciate it. And you can share it with your friends. You can take a little screenshot and send it on over and say, hey, Deborah's crazy. You should listen to her too so we can talk about how crazy she is. All of that works. And I hope you guys have a great day.